Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> are you coming? No. Oh. I was like, are we starting? Maybe I was. Taryn. What? It's Valentine's Day. I know. It's your favorite holiday. One of, but yes. Well, no, you don't get multiple favorites. Yes, you can. Who says you can't? Well, if you have multiple, it's not a favorite. That's a lie. Well, then why call it your favorite if you have multiple? Because I have favorite holidays. Well, everyone has holidays they like more, but you have a favorite holiday. Ashley. You can't tell me what to do. You can't claim every holiday to be your favorite. Okay, well then you say I'm your best friend, so you need to make a bold statement that no one else is your best friend right now. (laughs) Oh, no. Did I just prove you? Oh, no. Did I just make a point? Well done. Well done. No, lawyer. Taryn, one. (laughs) Ashley, zero. But happy Valentine's Day. Hello, everyone. Valentine's Day. Um, we hope you're having the best day. We love love. Yeah. We love uh, showing love to yeah. those that we love. And more importantly, we love chocolate. <laughs> we love. I don't think people understand how much we love chocolate. Oh, I don't think people fully get it either. I am the queen of after every meal, I need something sweet. Yeah, you do. And even when it came to like my strictest diet plans, I always included some kind mm-hmm. of chocolate before bed because... I need it. It's this, it is like, not it's not a need. It's a like deep desire no, for yeah. it like after we'll like eat or something and we'll be sitting on the couch watching a movie or something and Ash will like get up and disappear uh-huh. and you'll just hear like rummaging <laughs> and then she'll come back and just hand you it's dove dark chocolate uh, the little ev- like every it's day. just like a bite size mm-hmm. it's the perfect size and she'll hand me one hand alicia one and sit down like no words exchange one for each of them two for it's me just, no. yeah exactly <laughs> also this is a fun fact from a professional chocolate tier uh freeze them Ah. Put them in the freezer, then pop it in your mouth, and it takes a little bit longer to melt, and you get to enjoy it longer, and it's Which great. Which is interesting, because don't you not like cold? Uh, yeah, but it doesn't get that cold. Oh, okay. It's just chocolate. It's yeah. not like it's okay. ice. Cool. Ice is different. Well, guys, it's Valentine's Day officially. I love, it doesn't happen often, but when our episodes fall on like a holiday. A holiday yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, okay, so We're I... Like, do we redo the cover art? <laughs> do I we know. have a different intro? How hard do we go? I almost wore my heart glasses, but I was like, Ashley will not appreciate it. I mean, I wouldn't you're have stopped you. You're not a cheesy person. I'm a cheesy person. Taryn's absolutely, you're I love very the much cheese. a cheesy person. I love yeah. the cheese. Like, life's too short to, like, take sure. things too serious. For sure. Like, I love the cheese. Um, also... I've loved Valentine's Day since before I can remember, which we've said before on the show, like, I think it's people think it's odd because I've been single for pretty much all of them. So, but I have a theory Mm. of why I love it so much and why everyone else is viewing Valentine's Day wrong. Mm. And... I did a poll, not a poll, like ask questions on my Instagram, and I feel like it proved my theory. So oh, I'm perfect. riding high today. Um, also, should we like give a shout out to our Instagram since I just Absolutely. casually mentioned Guys, it? Guys, if you don't follow us on our Instagram, shameless self-promo, we have a kick Instagram where you can chat with us about yeah. all of the things that we talk about on this podcast. So if you like the subject that... Uh, subjects 
plural, that yeah. we discuss here on the pod, definitely give us a follow on Instagram because we continue those conversations mm-hmm. there. Also, it's like a way for us to actually interact with you. Yeah. Whereas this is very much like us talking at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so if you want more of Ash and Taryn, then yeah. just check out the Instagram. But also, like, I will say, like, I brag about our podcast, like, community all the time because I think it's our podcast, like, we're nothing without you guys. Mm-hmm. And I think on the Instagram, like, it's just another extension of, like, ways to interact. Like, Absolutely. We talk about insecurities on the podcast. There's, like, an insecurities post on the Instagram that you guys can share insecurities or read other people's and encourage them. So mm-hmm. that's been our goal the whole time is, like, we really want to, like, facilitate just people, like, a positive place for a people to be, place. like, open. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that... What makes Valentine's Day so special is people going out of their way to physically, tangibly show you that they love you. Mm -hmm. Now, where I think we have misconstrued it is that we only assume that it's romantic love. But I think that, like, if we really just see Valentine's Day as a way to just really just, like, take a second to think about the people we love to take that extra effort to like pour into them. I think everyone would love Valentine's Day so much more. And that's why I love it. Like I've always had friends that have done stuff. My parents have always given us kids like Valentine's Day like treats and stuff. Yeah. And I just love like going around with that outlook of just like seeing everybody getting flowers for people. Like it's just beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. And where I think the downfall then comes is there is an expectation, which having expectations, there's a danger of getting disappointed. There's an expectation of people doing something for you. And when that's not met, you automatically assume that it's because they don't care about you in the same way. Yeah. Also, I think that people have started to stop seeing it's just the point of like doing something for someone and they're expecting flowers and there better be chocolates and you better take me on a nice date and like all this stuff Mm -hmm. when really it should just be an exchange of like, I just want to show you I love you no matter what that looks like, you know? And my prompts proved it. So oh, the first really one, yeah. interesting. The first one was, what was your best Valentine's Day? And I am not joking. They are all just the most simple things. Mm-hmm. The most simple things. Like, I went on a road trip. My brother took me to Dairy Queen. My boyfriend made us dinner. I got to see my long-distance boyfriend. I ate sushi with my roommate. Like, those are just normal things. But I think, like... I think we forget sometimes to remind the people in our lives we love them. Mm -hmm. So it's like just that extra special thing, right? There's stuff like my dad brought me chocolate. I bought myself flowers and a Hello Kitty stuffed animal. My friend surprised me with a dress. I got to go to Cracker Barrel. Like all this stuff is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it really is. It's just like the action of doing something for someone. And then, so then my next question was... (laughs) What was your worst Valentine's Day experience? Oh my God. <laughs> but it's the same, it's the same stuff. It's like I received an I love you teddy bear from someone who never said I love you to me. <laughs> so it's like an act that confused someone. Yeah. Um, there was no power and it was freezing. It's like stuff that would make anyone, right? Yeah. He took me to a movie with his parents. Oh, so like just, no. you know. <laughs> That's um, a heart. That, I mean, uh. <laughs> 
Um, my boyfriend took me to Walmart and had me pick out my own chocolate. Again, right? That's like, okay, like you don't care to get me something. I have to pick it out. Um, and then, but then there's also, so most of them are like, he didn't even get me flowers. He didn't get me chocolate. He didn't make an effort. She Mm -hmm. didn't make an effort. But then there's a lot of ones that are people dumped on Valentine's Day. Which is so that's weird cruel. to me. That's because cruel. I'm like, you couldn't have done it any day. Like the day before. Day before, day after. Yeah. You couldn't have waited twenty four hours. Like you didn't wow. Like that, I hate that that to me seems like such a big statement. Yeah. But I think it's again because we put so much of this romantic pressure on Valentine's Day yeah. that sometimes people who are afraid of commitment are like, I can't do this and freak out. When yeah. it should just be a day. Should be where, so chill. Yeah, where we appreciate loving the people in our lives around us, no matter what that looks yeah. like. Yeah, I, I mean, get I you have stuff. Been, yeah, I've been single for the majority of the Valentine's mm-hmm. days that I've been alive for, and I always like bake something, buy a bouquet of flowers, like put them on the counter, mm-hmm. and like I love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of great. And like I'll give, I'll give like chocolates to like my sister Taryn, like some friends and stuff like that. But um, there's been a couple times where I've gone out on Valentine's Day with girlfriends, and that's been fun. Oh, so fun! Like I, I did love that a last year, and it was so much fun. So like much there was fun. a bunch of us that were single, and then um, some people that just didn't have dates, um, or their dates weren't there, mm-hmm. and. Um, so like we just all went out and had a fancy dinner last up. year you and got, it was great yeah. like we got dressed up and it was so much fun I love it and um, honestly like I've enjoyed Valentine's Day when I've been with my like significant other and past relationships but it was it was just it was never like huge I honestly had I've had way more fun with friends yeah in the past I I I would say the same because most of mine have been single um. And I think it goes down to the just like being intentional because we don't like me and Ash were talking about this the other day where we were like, we should like send each other, send friends, like randomly send flowers just saying like, I hope you have a great week. Yeah. Like, I don't think we as people were so busy. We don't do that enough. Yeah. So I think like that's why this day like feels special. I will say I murder Valentine's Day, though, as a girlfriend. My best one today was I learned how to make his favorite dish, chicken parmesan. So I cooked chicken parmesan. I made the living room into like a restaurant and I had like candles and like a speaker playing music. So I like made him dinner and then we like danced for a while. And then I took him to this other room where I had made this giant fort, sheet fort with like twinkle lights and everything. And I had like handmade chocolate dipped strawberries. And then we watched like his favorite movie and like it was beautiful. Oh, and then the jacuzzi was full of glow sticks. (laughs) And then we just like sat in the jacuzzi and like hung out. That's a lot. It was a lot. But that's why like I get so excited because I'm like, it's extra like. Yeah. Let's go. Taryn loves to pour into people. And that's a great example of that. To what? Loves to pour into people. Pour into people. I don't know why I heard torrents. And I was like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Taryn loves to torrent. (laughs) If that's a bad word, I apologize. All, All I hear is bring it on. Yeah. I asked a poll of who is single and who is taken. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess what the percentage, percentage? Uh, I'm going to go. Who has more, single or si- taken? Single. Okay. 60% single? Ashley, yes. Yeah? Nice. How'd you know that? Yeah, it's 60-40. I had to think about it and I was trying to guess. 60-40. Wow, I'm a clever that's girl. Impressive. I went to college, you know? You did go to college. <laughs> 
I did too. It took us a long time, but we got there. Um, and then the last thing, where did you meet your significant other? And there's a ton of, well, I don't need, you don't need this any, as much as I do. But most of them, it's like school, church, co-workers, like no joke, like those are the three main things. Well, which, th- those things like take up your life. If you're in one of them, like, yes. they take up your life. Yes. Yeah. Um, tons of dating apps. Tons of dating nice. apps. Um, it's Those are like the main ones and then mutual friends. So like a friend introduced to whoever. Yeah. Um, but there was this one that blew my mind. This girl's husband called his own phone number, he thought, to check his messages. Mm-hmm. But their phone numbers were one digit off. So he accidentally called her phone number. And then through just talking, they ended up meeting up and are now married. Really? Is that not the coolest thing? Um, did she have like the sexiest voice? Or she must have. Or she must have just been just like, like super funny. Or maybe they were both just super they must bored. have bantered and just been yeah. like, hey, so what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what, what, what you doing tonight? Where do you live? Like that's, that's so crazy. weird. Yeah. Interesting. So love will find you. Just love dial will find a you. ton of numbers. <laughs> just See what happens. See what happens. Dial your number, but with one number off. <laughs> just, just like see. every single. Shoot your shot. You don't know. There's so many combinations of lot. numbers. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's that's a little insight on where the people are with Valentine's Day. Yeah. But I hope you hear this. I hope that it changes your mindset. And I hope you just like take that extra step to just really like receive and give love today. No matter who it's to. Mm-hmm. No be shame in being single. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, we're going to go ahead and dive into a tearing it up, which you guys already know is the funniest part of our episodes. Um, This is when you guys send in funny stories, and this one is funny. It's pretty funny. This Mm -hmm. one is titled, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say it. Ooh, okay. okay. I'm not going to say the title. I don't want to give it away. Okay. Hi, Taryn and Ash. My name is Rachel, and you can totally use my name. First off, I want to say how thankful I am for this podcast after all of my best friends moved to different cities. It's been so comforting to have you guys to listen to when I come home from work, and I miss my friends. You you guys are both so encouraging, down to earth, and yes, funny. Smiley face. Thanks. Second, I hope you're having a wonderful day, and if not, I'm sure this story will lighten your spirit. Spirits. Spirits? My spirits. (laughs) Um, Let's set the scene. The year is 2014, and I am a junior in high school. My family is on a trip to Germany to visit my aunt and uncle. We are on a connecting flight from London to Berlin, and your girl has got to pee. Uh Uh-oh. It's a long flight. What seat are you in? (laughs) You see, the gate for our flight changed at the last minute, and we had to sprint across the airport to make it to our plane in time. So there was no time to go to the bathroom before boarding the plane. We finally make it to the plane just in time before closing the doors and heading down the runway. 
I figure I can hold it for a little bit longer until we reach cruising altitude and then I'll be able to get up and go to the bathroom. I'm sitting at the window seat, so I'm hoping the person next to me speaks some English so I can ask to move past them so that I can go to the bathroom. We finally reach cruising altitude, and by this time, I am in physical pain. My bladder feels like it's about to burst, and I know I cannot wait much longer. However, the person sitting next to me fell asleep, so I, I knew, I knew I had to wake them up. I whisper quietly and ask if I can squeeze past them, but they don't stir at all. I tried another time saying it a bit louder, but still, nothing. The flight attendants start coming down the aisle to offer refreshments, so I thought maybe the woman next to me would wake up to get a snack. But this was not the case. When the flight attendant came to our row and asked for my drink order, my neighbor was still fast asleep. I explained my predicament to the flight attendant and asked if she could help me. We tried poking and proding this woman, and she still did not stir. Then the flight attendant offered an obscure solution. What if I climbed over this woman and into the aisle? At this point, I was desperate and decided to do it. She adds, keep in mind, the refreshment service had been held up because of me, so people behind me on the plane were looking at us, trying to figure out what was going on. All eyes on her kind of situation. Yeah. Which is just how it is in planes. Like, people are bored. They see any kind of commotion, they're like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The flight attendant put her hands out, and I held on to her as I tried to climb over the sleeping woman. Just as I had one leg over and was about to lift over my other leg, I slipped and I fell right onto my neighbor. Yes, that's right. I was completely like straddling, straddling oh my God, this sleeping woman. <laughs> as soon, as soon as I land on her lap, the woman's eyes jolted open and she screamed. I about peed my pants as I leapt off her and ran full speed toward the bathroom. <laughs> By the time I peed and came back to my senses, I realized how incredibly embarrassing that was and that almost the entire plane had just seen what had happened. I stayed in the bathroom for a solid 15 minutes yeah. before I worked up the courage to go back to my seat. As I walked to my seat, I could see people from the rows behind me dying from laughter. When I got back, the woman was gone and I didn't see her for the rest of the flight. <laughs> Where'd she go? She probably asked for a different seat. I get it. Like if there was availability, she was probably like, can you just move me somewhere else? I get it. Um, she adds, I was so incre- incredibly embarrassed for months after, but now I look back on the experience and I just cannot help but laugh. I <sighs> hope this made you laugh too. XOXO, Rachel. P.S. I live in Santa Barbara. So if you guys ever are in town, hit me up and I'll buy you guys tacos. That is like the best First thing all, you could say I to love us. Santa Barbara. Beach Same. town. Say yeah. less. Second of all, I could eat tacos, we breakfast, tacos. lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, breakfast tacos, though? Oh. So good. Get out of here. Straight fire. So good. Um, so can't okay. wait for a daco date. Was it daco? Taco. Taco date. A daco date. Wait. Da- <laughs> no. Anyways. Um, uh, well, I'm sure I'm not the only one. The whole time you're reading the story, I was like, she's dead. Yeah, like imagine how traumatic that was. Yeah, like oof, the person uh, next to me died on the plane. Oof, that would be a very interesting tearing it up. Yeah, I'm just yeah. That's I feel like that's full blown something that would happen to me. Yeah, hundred percent. But at the same time, you would hope like the flight attendant was like, "Hey, like we've been trying to wake you up." Like oh, I'm I encouraged sure, her. I'm sure, yeah. but if I was like, if I was the woman and I knew that I like knock out like that and I don't wake up, I mean. 
I would I would probably try to go out of my way to not be in the aisle seat. Yeah. It's like sitting at the end of like a movie theater. Like you're going to get up multiple times throughout yeah. the movie, you know? Um, I wonder if she like, because so many people take sleeping pills. Yeah, probably. To knock out people who have like a hard time flying. So maybe she was just like comatose. Yeah, maybe she hates flying and she had a fear wow. of flying. So she took a she took a pill and wow. had her little... <laughs> <laughs> Vodka soda. Dude, that's out. not that's not an easy position to get out of too when you're like on someone's on top back. of someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's great. Yeah. That's a great that turn really it good. up. Great. All right. We will jump into our first story. This one is called You Can't Talk Marriage and Kids with Someone and Then Leave Them on a Random Wednesday. <laughs> I love random Wednesday. It's funny because I was like, most of the stuff that comes in is like situations that are like not the best, right? Right. That's why people are wanting advice. So it's like, I was like looking through emails and I'm like, I want like a cute relationship one, but they're not, there's not. (laughs) Because like, if you think about it, that'd be people just writing in being like, I met the love of my life. (laughs) We're so happy. Yeah. (laughs) The end. But so- we do love love, mm-hmm. but love doesn't always love us back. So we're going to talk about it. Sometimes it's one-sided. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, hi, ladies. I'll start by saying I love the podcast and listen every week. You girls make working my weekly graveyard shift a lot more bearable and enjoyable. Also, girl, please just read through the typos because <laughs> um, because I'm dyslexic and writing this at 6 a.m. post-graveyard shift and your girl is tired. Oh, honey. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Now let's get into it. Also, spoiler alert. A man can, in fact, talk about spending the rest of his life with you and having kids with you, then just up and leave on a random Wednesday. Oh, my God. I mean, we figured. The audacity. We figured by your thing. My boyfriend ended things with me back in July, and now that it's been over six months, I've come to terms with the fact that we definitely weren't meant to be. Actually, I've taken off my rose-colored glasses and have realized I was treated like crap for too much of the relationship. Everything started off fantastic, as as it always does, but as time went on, he did a complete 180, and I soon realized the man I fell in love with wasn't who I was with. Well, that might be a little overdramatic, but there was a lot of up and down. He wasn't very good at communicating his feelings, which would leave me wondering what I did wrong when he would go quiet for days on end. It got to the point where he wouldn't even talk for days, let alone see each other, because we didn't live together. And of course, my favorite memory being the time he totally dismissed me while I was at work and made me feel so belittled that when he left, I cried. I'm assuming they worked together. Yeah. I'm assuming, yeah. An older lady I worked with at the time, who everyone called their work mom, ended up pulling me into her office and giving me a big hug. On top of that, I ended up getting diagnosed with some sexual health issues during our relationship, which only made things worse. Now things both outside and inside the bedroom have become stressful, so I'm glad he ended it, even if I wasn't ready at the time. However, I still find myself not being quote-unquote ready in many aspects in life, but the main one being not ready to move on. I know I have to because no matter how many sweet moments and good memories we had, he did things I know I can't forgive, no matter how much I want to some days. 
I just can't help but wonder how a man can go from I want you and only you for the rest of my life to I can't even be bothered to talk to you or see you in less than a month and how everything could fall apart so fast. On top of that, yes, there's more. My best friend was moving to a different country and I was being trained for new tasks at a job for a company I didn't even want to be working for anymore while trying to get my own apartment. Needless to say, I was a little stressed. So now we're here, present day, and I'm pouring out all my feelings to two girls I don't know but dearly love. (laughs) Any advice for a girl who is having trouble getting over a breakup and is holding herself back from applying for jobs because she has social anxiety and is just sticking with the job she now has because it feels safe? Mm -hmm. Long story short, I just need advice on my glow up so I can get my own place, find a job I love, and dip my toe back into the dating pool again. I feel stuck in life, but look forward to hearing from you both on the podcast. Love you guys. And as someone said in a previous podcast episode, the world needs more Ashleys and Terrans. Well, <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> I have a homework assignment for you. <sighs> yes. Anonymous. Wait, does she give her name? Anonymous. Anonymous. Right. Okay. Yeah. Watch Yes Man. Ooh, Okay. It's an older movie. I love that movie. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey movie. Zoe Deschanel. So you know you're going to love it. Yeah. Um, It's hilarious. And it's also like, I think the place you need to be at right now. I think right now you need to start saying yes to things, even if it makes you like slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Social anxiety. Totally get it. Totally, totally get it. Um, However, if you want to like step into that glow up. You got to do it. You just mm-hmm. got to take that step and force yourself to go do it. Here's the thing that I like taught myself and I had a moment where I like realized this. You can get ready to go out. Go out for 30 minutes and come back home. Yeah. No one says yeah. you have to stay out till two in the morning. OK, like yeah. you don't have to go hard. Go out with a random group of strangers go have dinner by yourself. Um, go get yourself a drink and like bring a book or something. And then, like, retreat back home if it, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out that day. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't go out. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't put yourself in situations where you can meet other people, make new friends, yeah. possibly network, mm-hmm. possibly find yourself another job opportunity. All of these things that you want, whether it's dating or it's career or it's self-love or just growth, like, it's not going to happen at home by yourself. Yeah. You need to get yourself out of the house and challenge yourself. By putting yourself in possibilities are endless if you put yourself in the position to receive them, you know? Fully. So, wow. I feel like I said that really well. very well. Yeah. So, a non, I think, (laughs) watch Yes Man. Yes. And then just hype your, pick a day out of the week that you're going to do something. And it can be something simple like reading a book outside in the park. Mm-hmm. Very chill. You don't have to interact with people, but you, you know, you're out. And about. <laughs> and it's yes. a first step to like going out and possibly like making friends. Yeah. You no, know, I, I fully agree. And I think that I feel like you're, you're aware of your stuckness because it's like, I don't want to get a new job, but I'm not happy where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Friends are moving away, but I'm still here. So I think it just, I think a change is needed, but I think you've got to find the motivation for yourself to want something new. And I think like moving on from relationships is hard. And I think, I feel like movies and even just other people, we do a disservice to it mm-hmm. because I feel like it's very popular to just be like, 
oh my god yeah girl move on like F move him. On. he's com. the worst like yeah when my ex sent me I was like bye and I met someone the next week like it's I think it's popular to show the like oh yeah we overcame it this is what you have to look forward to part mm-hmm. of breakups but no one really talks about the like yeah no I laid in bed for four days and didn't shower and my roommates had to literally come in and peel me off of my bed because I was so depressed. Like no Mm -hmm. one talks about that. And I think that it's okay for people to have different, a different process for it. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, like what I always tell people is I'm like, don't shy away from like the scary feelings. Like let yourself be sad. Let yourself like mourn it. Let yourself also Remember the really good times and try to like look at those in ways you can appreciate. Right. Because I, I tried to do the opposite of just like, he's terrible. Like he was so toxic. He was this, he was that, which yeah, maybe those things are true, but also it just ties so much like anger to a situation when there were some really beautiful times I had with him too, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how long she said it's been since the breakup. Six months which was that was my like I just started poking my head out okay it took me six months definitely take your time in mourning the um loss of that relationship um but I do think that's around that time where go to the park you don't have to go interact at a singles community (laughs) yeah you know like intentionally looking for dating but go 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 be out and about and just surround yourself with people you don't have to talk or Mm -hmm. do anything but I would definitely I feel like that's a, the perfect time to start getting out of the house and and surrounding yourself with sunlight and people and new situations. Yeah. This is six months is a good time. But even like the poll showed, like every everybody like met their person in in getting involved with whether it's an area like church or work or school or whatever, or you know like start hitting up your friends and being like, hey, like. Oh my God, I've been, it doesn't have to be this big, deep thing where you're like, I'm lonely. I need friends. Like, yeah. just be like, Hey, like, Oh my God, I've been such a hermit. And I'm so bored. Like next time you guys go out, like would love to like tag along. Mm-hmm. Um, dating apps are great for like just getting up your confidence again and just starting to talk to people from a safe distance. So I think there's lots of things you can do, but I think like the overall theme of your email is it's taking that step. Mm -hmm. And I think you're looking forward to, because you said you're glow up. So you're looking forward to like the change that's going to come. But if we don't take steps in our life, we won't find the success that comes with taking that step. And yeah, it might be a bad step. Like you might fall on your face, but you get back up. Like Mm -hmm. that's why us as humans are so powerful is like, we're all faced with adversity. We're all faced with heartbreak and trauma, but we get back up and mm-hmm. every day is a new choice we can make of like what we're going to let that past hurt do. Yeah. So I think you just need to like take it all. Don't compartmentalize, like take it all and use it as momentum to push you forward. But you have like you have to take that step. Yeah, I have my dad is one of the sweetest humans on the planet, but he has struggled his entire life making friendships and keeping friendships. And he, if you asked him five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, um, if if he thought he was going to be in a cycling group at church, he would have laughed at you and yeah. been like, that's not my vibe. That's not my people. Like, that's not going to mm-hmm. that's not going to work for me. He randomly came across a group of people through his church that cycle. 
And yep. my dad is gone three days out of the week with this random group of people that he forced himself to go uncomfortably yeah. to. Because my dad is, he is the most like quiet, shy, reserved, kind of socially awkward guy. And he yeah. knows that this is not gossip. I would no, tell no, him no. if he was here. He knows, yeah. Um, and he's just he's just that kind of guy. But he forced him. He knew he needed friends, and he forced himself to go to this random all men cycling group at his church. And he has like best friends now, and they cycle every single day. And it's such a a weird thing, but like it works for him. But like that to me is brilliant because that to me is someone who says, okay, I'm going to assess my skills and my strengths. Yeah, I'm not good at talking with people. Yeah, I'm not good at like. F- starting conversations and forming whatever. Yeah. But I could ride a bike. Yeah. Right? Literally, so, like, he was like the most logical people. person. Yeah. And I guarantee you that was his thought process. He's like, like, oh, I don't have to talk. No, cool. you don't talk a lot, yeah. but you have water breaks. You have a, a common sense of like, chat. Yeah. Like, some we're shallow all conversation. Bikes. Like, oh, what a nice day today. Yeah. Yeah. Find no, your, totally whatever agree. your thing is, fully lean into it. And I bet there's a group somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it just takes time to like research. And, yeah. I yeah. think you'll find it. You just gotta, you just gotta say, yes, man. Yes. Man. Man. <laughs> yeah. But you got this anonymous. Just take that step. If yeah, you, you do, girl. honestly, you know, you just needed us to push you and mm-hmm. we're pushing you. Do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Apply for the job. You knew what we were going to say. Go on a date. Just try to make eye contact with a male. Dress up and take yourself out to dinner. Yeah, I I just had I had a meal by myself the other day. I think I talked about it on the podcast and the other day it was last month, and um, it was hard, but it was actually kind of really fun and rewarding. Yeah. And I think you'd like it. Yeah, you got this. Okay, moving on to my story. Um, this one is. Uh, about falling in love with falling in love again. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's dive into it. Uh, she writes, my name is Olivia. I'm 22 from Philadelphia. A little bit about me is that I graduated from college in May, and this past August, I started grad school. Basically, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Um, I love the pod, and I am a huge fan. I love your energy so much. You're like the older sisters that I've never had but always wanted. I love. Um, She writes, I need some advice. So back in high school slash beginning of college, I was in a three year relationship and it was extremely toxic and very emotionally slash mentally abusive. When I got out of my relationship, I knew that dating and boys would be the absolute last thing on my mind. I wanted to focus on school myself, figure out who I am and heal. Well, years have passed, and I recently have gotten into therapy, so I'm definitely making the personal progress that I need. For the first time in years, I feel like I am maybe open to the idea of casually dating. Cool. Between my old relationship and now, I've had a few one-night stands and an FWB, uh, which friends with benefits, people, um, but never anything too serious. I think I really liked those situations because I didn't have to be emotionally attached or let them actually get to know me. Clever. Now, I'm starting to feel open to dating, 
talking, love, etc. But those things keep on stopping me. I don't know why, but when a guy and I meet and we hit it off, I just can't allow myself to admit what I might have felt. I can't bring myself past the flirty conversations. On New Year's, I met a guy and we hit it off so well to the point where my friends who know my whole past were all so excited for me and even asked about the guy. I just blew it off though. I don't know what it is, but I'm so scared to fall in love again, to have my feelings hurt again, to be vulnerable again. I'm terrified. I know dating should be casual and fun, and I envy my friends that can do it, but something inside me is so scared to just fall in love, or at least in that way again. I'm so scared to get hurt, so instead I'm guarded and I push them away. And when I finally admit that I might just like a guy, then I don't even know how to act or what to do because I had stopped myself for so long. It doesn't help that I get mad at myself every time I do this also. The moral of the story is, how can I finally feel okay to fall in love again? How can I stop sabotaging myself by letting my past stop me from whatever my future will hold? SOS. Oof. Yeah. Wow. That was a good one. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's such a common a common thing. It's like the next. Like I and I think that's why probably the whole like rebound thing came into play. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Of like oh, you don't want to be the rebound cuz you're just the guy like before she meets the guy that she married like whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily that people go looking for that. I think that they literally just stumble into the next thing and they're awkward. They don't know what they want. Their walls are up. They're like, I'm not willing to give too much mm-hmm. or or whatever the case may be. And they get freaked out and then it usually is like scary and like turns to something <laughs> like just falls apart. Yeah. Because it's so it's so scary. Like, it's so scary to, like, put yourself back out there. So I I definitely feel for people in that state. I remember being in that. Now it's more like I've been single for so long that it's like, I wonder what it'll be like to be in a relationship. But I remember so, like, vividly that, like, coming out and being like, how do I do this? Like, yeah. what do I do? I don't know what I want. Like, I don't know how to let someone in. I don't know how to open myself up. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I think something that's interesting is I don't think it matters how long your relationship lasted, how long you've been single since that relationship. I think deciding that you want to start dating again is a very it's vulnerable a deal, place to yeah. be in. And mm-hmm. that takes a lot of uh, growth and acceptance and it's going to feel awkward and you're not going to know what you're doing whether you've been single for a year or 10 yeah you don't you haven't been in that situation in a minute and it's just like riding a bike like you you haven't ridden a bike in five years like you'll get it it's just going to be awkward the first yeah, time like it's going to be wobbly yeah and you you might you know have to like drop your feet down for a second to stable mm-hmm. yourself before you try again yeah and it's just one of those things that you have to put yourself through in order to get comfortable again, like even in a different situation, but kind of similar, like I didn't date all of COVID. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming out of the intense part of lockdown and being like, I need to date. Like I, I want to date. Like I, I want to be dating someone. And I, I went on a first date and I was like, 
what do we talk about? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, what do I wear? Yeah. And like, I, I remember like him coming and giving me a hug and I was like, uh, are we allowed to hug? It's yeah. COVID. Like, what do we do? Like, there were so many things that just simply not dating for a year, like it added a lot of really weird layers to dating and I didn't know how to, how to do it. But I like had to force myself to go yeah. on these awkward dates. And guess what? They were all awkward. Like, yeah, we didn't know what to talk about. But the pandemic, you know, yeah. how's work? Great. Just working from home and blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know, like there was it was awkward conversation, but you had to kind of wobble it out. Yeah. And kind of like stop your feet a couple of seconds, catch your breath and then like dive back in. Yeah. And <laughs> my analogy. <laughs> I, no, I'm just dying to it. Like you being like, oh my God, I didn't date all COVID. And I was like, she did. She came out like I was like, I'm ready. A bat out of hell. She was like, I'm dating. <laughs> she literally came in and was like, I have to date. And she was on her dating apps like all the time, like, uh-huh. no, like I'm determined. I was like, I'm going, I'm going out. And, and it was awkward even... after a year. Yeah. Which is why people like me who wait like nine. Well, yeah. are like what is happening so there is a danger of waiting too long if you're doing it for the wrong reasons I will say yeah also I'm gonna be honest I wasn't I wasn't in fully intending on like trying to find my husband I was just trying to like go out and date and be social again yeah like I wanted to like eventually find a boyfriend but like I was just trying to like get out again yeah. and get comfortable around guys again like I'd been in a house with only girls for the last like you know, two, almost two years. Yeah. And I was like, I need this. Yeah. Yeah. She did. (laughs) She did. And, um, yeah, I, and I think I, through those awkward dates, like I got, I got better at dating. Mm -hmm. And I think that's exactly what you can do. I don't think you need to go out with the full intention of, I need to find my husband tonight. And if he's not my husband, then I'm not going to take it seriously. I think just go. And if you vibe with him, say yes to a date. Yeah. And if that date goes well and he wants to go out again, maybe say yes to that date too. But we don't need to overwhelm ourselves or freak ourselves out by thinking six months in advance or a year in advance. Like, let's just calm down and focus one day at a time and see how we do. And if it's not a vibe, peace. I think it's the same thing as like what we were saying about like your dad joining cycling. Like, it's you just have to come to terms with like where you're at, Mm -hmm. like, and what you want. Like, for me, I have no doubt, like, you could throw me into a date and I'll be fine because I'm a social person. Mm-hmm. I love connecting with people. So I don't feel the need to push myself because I'm not worried about that. Right. But I also am more picky about, like, what I'm looking for and, like, not wanting to waste my time. For So for me, I don't mind going, like, long times without dating. But, like, for someone, like, a not was it anonymous or did she give a name? Olivia. Sorry, Olivia. Like, you're starting to feel like you're you're retracting so much to where you're not letting anybody come in. Uh, In fact, she says she's pushing them away. Yeah, you're pushing people away. You're creating walls. That, to me, like, is another, like, like we're saying with your dad, like, we're sitting back, we're looking at the situation, we're looking at, like, the facts of what we see. And to me, that is something that if you're struggling with that, I would say, no, you need to, like, try to form those connections and see, like, how easy it can be and also, like, it's okay to have a wall up to an extent, right? Like, yeah. you, like Ash was saying, like, she wasn't going into everything like, oh, you're my husband, which is why she was a little more guarded with, like, was a what she's willing to give. So I think that walls are okay, but it just depends how high and how intense you're building them. Mm-hmm. And, like, what are you putting on which side of the wall? Right. Like, if you're dating, 
then you are essentially looking for a relationship. So the wall can't be too high to where yeah. you don't allow yourself to actually get to know the person or yeah. them to get to know you. But you should be guarded. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think you just have to find your balance. But I definitely think you need to find a way to just be able to connect with a person. And I think it's scary when you get out of a relationship if you had a connection and it went away. Like to feel like, oh my gosh, if I connect with someone like, it's going to be too hard and it's going to be whatever. But there's different levels of connection. Like I, I'm the type of person I connect with everyone I meet, like, which sometimes can be hard for me because like, I'll think a relationship is more in depth than it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like sitting back and looking at where you're at. I think right now you need to come to a fluid relationship with, just having relationships in general. Yeah. It doesn't have to mean you're going to get married. It doesn't have to mean it's going to be this like big epic heartbreak, but you have to learn how to connect with people and make sure you're not continuing to go in the other direction. Yeah. I completely agree because in the end, uh, you pushing them away, it's really only hurting you, mm-hmm. no one else. And we want you happy. You want you happy. And in the, ultimately what I'm getting from this email is that you want that relationship. You, yeah. you are just too terrified to... Um, allow yourself to be open yeah. for uh, people to get to know you in that way. So I don't know. Keep your guards up, tear that wall down. And I, I don't know if you keep putting yourself, it's some, it's funny how similar these stories were. If you keep yeah. putting yourself in these situations where you are meeting people, it's going to happen. You just have to continue to do it and not and not like beat them away with a baseball bat yeah. <laughs> when they come over. <laughs> and also like maybe like within yourself, you're telling yourself you're not ready to be in a relationship right now. So yeah. then like own that. Like I, I remember when I was like, I don't want to date. And I was intentional about that. And I spent my time and effort on friendships and traveling and doing all this stuff. But there's no shame. A tie. I think we society ties shame to singleness Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with it but be if if that is the choice you're making then be intentional about it or if like you're like ash and you're like no i want to date then like put the effort into it i think it's just sitting back and being like what do i want and why do i have so much tied to like freaking out if a guy gets to know me is it because i need to reflect and work on some stuff going on with me or is it like I need to push through and like really work on finding connection and like not being so scared of that. You know, I completely agree. I feel like Taryn opened up a whole other part of where we could go with this. (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you are, if this is something you feel like so society is like pushing on you to like be dating, that is not a requirement whatsoever. I went the, I mean, I, I think I went a good three or four years where I didn't want to date because I was like, I'm going to work and I'm going to build, I wanted to make money and I wanted to save and I wanted to travel. And where's, where's the relationship going to fit in that? You know? And I remember distinctly being like, well, if I, if I like happen to come across someone, then yeah, I would give it a shot. But like, I'm not, I wasn't actively trying to date at all because I was like, I was fully focused on like boss girl mode and traveling. Yeah. Like those were my priorities and that's totally okay for a relationship to not be your number one priority. Yeah. And if it's not right now, that's totally fine. You can put it on the back burner. I would say, I think the way I said it earlier is important. Like be open to it if it comes across your way, but you don't have to be actively searching every single day if that's just not where you're at right now. Yeah. Everyone just needs to like take a second. Mm -hmm. 
I think you need to th- feel in your life, in your heart, close your eyes, not if you're driving, and just say, <laughs> what am I feeling pressure in? Mm-hmm. Am I feeling a pressure to date? Okay, let me acknowledge that. Why do I feel a pressure to date? Is it because I really want to be with someone or because, oh my gosh, my family keeps making comments or mm-hmm. I'm getting older and I want to have kids? Like, what what is the pressure coming from? And then navigate through that. But I think, like, you really just got to, like, sit with yourself and figure out what you want. But I think just in hearing your email, I think you need to realize that connections are such valuable things, even if they only last a week. So don't fight off your connections. See what they have to offer. Like every person you interact with in your life, it impacts you in some way. Mm -hmm. So like take what you can from people, give what you can to people, and then see what happens. It's not, don't put that pressure on finding connection. Like just like take, take a step. Take your time. Everybody, Take a step. Take a breath and take, take a, a step. Take a step. Get on your bike and say yes, man. <laughs> yes, man. On your bike, wobble with it. Wobble, wobble with it. Till you, you know, <laughs> you know. Til training wheels come off. And that's the end of our analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So bad. You love the cheese. You are a cheesy I person. I'm a cheesy person. You're a cheesy person who hates the cheese. No, and I, I love the cheese. I think you 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 go full cheese sometimes because I appreciate <laughs> the comedy that can come with the full I cheese. I love the full cheese. I've never. If you wore rose colored glasses, I wouldn't have stopped you. Or heart glasses. Heart glasses. Heart glasses. I know you wouldn't have because no one can control me. <laughs> you can't tell me you what to do. You can't tell me what to do. Anyways, okay. uh, let's I'm gonna, wrap it up. I'm going to end with some Valentine's pickup line. Of course. Oh, my God. Guys, take notes. <laughs> take notes. If you're I listening am... to this actually on Valentine's Day, I, du- I dare you. I double dog dare you to use one of these Dude, pickup lines. I am that girl that like, you know, like guys say pickup lines and girls are like, ew, who does that actually work on? Me. <laughs> Me. So um, any, our 10% male audience, if you're listening to this and, and Taryn, Taryn's your type. I'm everyone's slide type. in, slide in Let's with the uh, slide in with one of these. Who am I not your type? <laughs> it's a guaranteed win. What do you have to complain about? <laughs> I'm the total baggage. Okay, um, is your name Wi-Fi? Because I'm feeling a connection. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> so here's the thing with the cheesy pickup lines. Yeah, will it? get a date out of me i don't know yes will it get my attention and could would i let you buy me a drink yes yes so this is a win it's a win it'll work you know what you know what ones i don't like are the dirty ones yeah i don't like the dirty ones yeah those ones i'm like okay like that's just like i'm I'm not a fan that's gross yeah i'm not a fan okay do you have a library card because i've been checking you out I deliver them in this like checking you out. It's so swaggy. I am swaggy. Taryn, maybe you should use one of these on a guy. Uh, maybe I'll like hop on the dating apps maybe and be you like, should flip and you should yeah. try these on the guys. Wow. I bet it would, I bet that would work. I will, especially with the way you you yeah. uh, delivered that. You know, maybe I need to resurrect. Remember my old video where it was pickup line challenge. Maybe I need to do another one because that was so fun. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, we love you guys so much. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, make sure you follow us on everything. Mm-hmm. 
and interacts with us and all the peeps. Yeah. And if you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. The mostest. Send us a story if you're sitting on one and uh, we'll talk Take to you Take time to just tell people you love them. And say, yes, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's all that. Right.